I want to talk today on seeking God for prosperity, however. And, you know, prosperity doesn't mean just money. So separate that. Amen. Prosperity means health, money. It includes money, but it includes relationships. It includes every good thing. Amen. The true definition of prosperity is every good thing. So when you say prosperity, you're talking about everything. Amen. All good things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I got a lot of word for us this morning. Are you ready to hear it? Yes. yes sir. Amen. Amen. Hi, Marie. <laughs> and we are live on Facebook. Are we live? Everyone say hi to Facebook. We have a pastor uh, joining us in Kenya right now. Hi, Pastor Peter. He runs an orphanage out there in Maguri, Kenya. And we support him. His, orf- his ministry is called Springs of Relief, if you'd like to look it up. But he's a great man of God and also has three daughters. He visited us in our home here not too long ago, and uh, we blessed him and he blessed us. He actually came here and spoke that, that Saturday for us. So um, he's believing for a ministry vehicle to um, do all his teaching with and for his orphanage. So um, we're believing with him, amen, for his first vehicle for his ministry out there to take care of God's business. And he does a lot of it out there. So we bless you, Pastor. We love you. Amen. Go with me to Second Chronicles 26, if you will. Again, we have a lot of word. Are you all right with that? Yes. <laughs> You know, Paul told Timothy, his young Padawan, his preacher, his pastor in Ephesus, preach the word. Amen. It's the word that does the work. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. But he told him and instructed him, preach the word. Amen. Don't give your opinions, just preach the word. Amen. Because the word always does the work. Amen. Uh, Before we begin too, me and Kelly had a great outreach yesterday in Laguna Beach. We fed the homeless out there. Uh, we brought them pepperoni pizza, two pizzas from Whole Foods. Nice. And uh, it's amazing what pizza can do to open people up, amen? I don't, th- I don't think anyone would turn away pizza and ice cream. Those are my two, you know. If you got ice cream or pizza, they're going to receive the gospel. But we got people saved uh, through pizza, uh, filled with the Holy Spirit again. Some uh, a homeless man came up to me and said, my name's Eli. You overheard my name being Eli. I led him to the Lord. Amen. And they were following us. A guy followed us out on Laguna Beach on Main Street there. Just became best friends. Amen. It's amazing. Glory to God. Just one touch. And the Holy Spirit really moved and ministered to all the homeless there through us. Amen. So praise God for that. Uh, her children were there, Baron Cooper, and they were there in the midst ministering. They said they had fun, right? Yeah, they loved it. Amen. Amen. It's good to outreach. Amen. And reach out. Outreach. Reach out. Amen. Always be reaching out because God's always reaching in. Amen. So Second Chronicles 26, 1 through 5. Amen. We may stay in Chronicles for a little bit, so I'll just hold your place in Chronicles throughout this, this service here. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. And as long as he sought the Lord... God made him to prosper. As long as you seek the Lord, God will make you to prosper. There's your promise. Amen. Just do that. As long as you seek the Lord, God will make you to prosper. And Deuteronomy 4.29. You can turn there and just, again, hold your place in Chronicles. We'll we'll look at a couple scriptures from 1 and 2 Chronicles here. Deuteronomy 4.29 through 31 says this. But from there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. When you are in distress and all these things come upon you in the latter days, that's these days, then you turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not forsake you nor allow you to be destroyed. Again, it's in the permissive sense in the original King James there. You have to translate that correctly. God doesn't destroy anyone, amen? It says in John 10.10, words in red wind, the words of Jesus. He says, the thief, the enemy, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Jesus, have come to give you life and life more abundantly, amen? Amen, amen, amen? So anything that comes to steal your life, to kill it, or to destroy it, does not come from God, Jesus said. It comes from the enemy. This is his M.O., 24-7 a day, 24-7, working to steal, kill, and destroy your life, amen, and what you have. But Jesus is always coming to give you life and life in full, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He will not forsake you nor allow you to be destroyed, nor forget the covenant of your fathers, which he swore to them. Say, I'm in a covenant. I'm in a 
For a thousand generations. That goes to your children's children, 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 children. Amen. If you're a believer, that salvation will transfer to your descendants, descendants, descendants. That's what the word's telling you. Amen. If you're the first believer in your family, you have a right to claim your children's salvation and their children's and their children's based on the word of God. To a thousand generations. Amen. Hallelujah. Give him a shout of praise. Glory to God. That's a great promise. Amen. It says, train the child in the way they shall go, and they shall not depart from it. Amen. Train them in the ways of the Lord, and they'll come on back. I know I did. Amen. I departed a lot. Amen. I ran away a lot, but I always came back. Amen. Because I was trained in the way that I should go. Amen. Glory to God. What a great promise to pray over your children and your loved ones. Amen. I tell everyone I meet, you know, train a child in the way they shall go. I have three daughters. I hear they take care of you when you're old, the daughters. <laughs> Amen. So I'm training them to take care of me now. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. First Chronicles 16, if you go there with me. Amen. Welcome. First Chronicles 16, and we'll start in verse 8. First Chronicles 16, verse 8 through 15. Oh, give thanks to the Lord! Exclamation point. Amen. Call upon his name. There's his name again. Call upon the name of Jesus, the Lord. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. So this is what should be in our lips continually. Amen. All his wondrous works. Not the works of the devil who comes to steal, kill, destroy. Get that out of your mouth. Amen. Amen. Talk of all the Lord's wondrous works and more wondrous works will be in operation in your lives. Amen. Amen. Glory in His holy name, His holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His face forevermore. Remember His marvelous works which He has done, His wonders and the judgments of His mouth. O seed of Israel, His servant, you children of Jacob, His chosen ones, He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember His covenant forever the word which he has commanded for a thousand generations. And Second Chronicles 20, if you'll turn there with me. Oh, glory to God. Getting to preaching, glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus was a preacher and a teacher, amen? Yeah. He got loud. He wasn't quiet all the time, amen? Right. Sometimes you got to get loud at the devil, you know that? Amen? Make your voice be louder than his. When he comes to try to tell you you're sick, no, you're in despair. Yeah. No, you're without hope. You're lost. You're addicted. No, 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 no. No, I'm set free. Amen. The Son set me free, and he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen? Addiction, get under my feet. Sickness, bow down to Jesus. Lack, bow down to Jesus. Amen? I'm free and free indeed. Amen? Amen. Say that with me. Lack. Get back in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. There's no lack in the kingdom of God. Amen? It's only in the kingdom of darkness there's lack. Amen? So just stay in the light. Amen? Stay in the light. Stay up. Amen? You're seated with Him in heavenly places. Praise God. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 3 and 25. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 3 and 25 says this, And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. One way to seek the Lord better is to fast, amen? amen? You're getting food out of the way, you're getting your flesh out of the way, and you got more of an open chamber, an open uh, airway to God, amen? amen? When your flesh is pushed back. When you're kind of refusing the flesh through fasting, amen? And you can live a fasted life. It doesn't have to be a full fast. You can just choose, to, like I've done on many occasions, just water and tea for a day. That's a fast. Uh, not eating bread, not eating any sugar. That's, that's a fast. Amen? So just be spirit-led on how you fast. Because if you do it in the flesh, you could die. <laughs> if you choose not to eat and drink for 40 days, you could die. That's got to be spirit-led. Amen? <laughs> so let the Lord dictate your fast, not you. Not your flesh. Amen? Amen? So, Lord, what do you want me to fast today to hear you clear? Amen? To hear you better. Amen? And he'll give you the answers. I don't want you to touch sugar today. Amen? Or maybe three days. Or maybe for the rest of your life. <laughs> you never know. But he's looking for fasted lives. Fasted lifestyles that always are in tune to hear him. Whatever you need to cut out of your life to hear him better, cut it out. It's not worth it. 
Amen. If coffee's got you, just cut it off. Amen. You're stronger than that. Glory to God. If addictions has you, if cigarettes have you, just get rid of them. Amen. Cut it off. Ain't no problem. Your spirit man's bigger than your flesh. Amen. Just crucify the flesh. Paul said, I die daily. I crucify my flesh to the cross. Amen. It's your flesh that needs to be crucified so that your soul and your spirit can live. Amen. Hallelujah. That's good preaching. Glory to God. I just preached myself happy. Amen. I just crucify the flesh so that I can truly live. Amen. With this flesh pinned back on the cross, I can come forth and live. Amen. My spirit man dictating the show. Amen. My spirit leading the way through his spirit. Me and the Holy Spirit have become one. We're, we're one. We're yoked up. Amen. Yeah. Same with you and Him. Amen. Yeah. You're one in spirit. So you just lead. He leads, you lead. He leads, you lead. Amen. Yeah. It's like a dance. Amen. He moves, you move. Yeah. I move, He moves. Amen. Yeah. You're always flowing with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So don't make decisions on your own. <laughs> Commune with Him. Amen. You're one. Yes. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, this is verse 25 now, 2 Chronicles 20, 25. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them in an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry, which they stripped off for themselves. God's got no problem of transferring the wealth of the wicked to the just, it looks like here, amen? More than they could carry away. More, that's overflow. Say, I'm living in the overflow. In the overflow. And they were there three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. This is what the Lord does to your enemies, amen? He prepares a table before you in their presence and causes you to rejoice. Amen. You got to get to the place where you have, you have no problem being rich. You got to get to the place where you have no problem with wealth. Yes. You have to renew your mind to the truth to be able to receive it so that you can be greater blessings and vessels. The people in ministry, the people in business who have accumulated the greatest wealth, greatest wealth are most of the time the greatest givers. That's how they got there. So don't judge them by what they have. Judge them by what they, get, they gave to get there. People don't look behind the scenes. They only look on the cover of the book usually. But those with the greatest wealth usually are great givers. Amen. You can give your way up. Amen. You can give your way out of lack. So it's selfish just to believe to have your own needs met. Amen. Look to meet the needs of others and God will increase you. Amen. You got to believe in the word. You got to believe the Bible. You have to believe in wealth. Amen. And that God died, sent his son to die to give it to you. To increase. Amen. Amen. You got to get those doubts and unbeliefs out of the way. That God wants you and needs you wealthy to be a blessing to others. Amen. Amen. It's not just me, you know, us, Paul, me, Paul, us four, no more. <laughs> My family, no more. Yeah. No, that's selfish. To, to believe for a cabin for you to go hide away in the wilderness just to meet your needs is selfish. There's a world that's dying. Amen. So believe to meet the needs of others and God will make it happen. Yes. He'll increase you as you give your life to increase others. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And Psalm 34.10 says this, They that seek the Lord shall not want any, say any, any, good thing. So here's how the kingdom functions. We seek Him, stuff seeks us. We seek Him, stuff comes after us. God's people were never told to go after stuff. That's the world's way. We were told to go after Him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. And things are added and come after us as we go after him. This is the kingdom way. Amen. So if I have a choice between getting another job or spending time with the Lord, I'm going to choose spending time with him. I'm going to focus on him. Another job's not the answer to your problems. The gospel is. Jesus is the answer to your problems. Now, as you seek him, he may say, take this position. But you seek him first and all these things are added to you. You don't seek money first. That's what the world does. We're not of the world. Amen? Amen. We seek Him first, and money is added. He sends us where He needs us. Amen? Amen. And blessings come on us because we're now obedient to Him. But we seek first the kingdom of God, and all this stuff that everyone's chasing after in the world is added to us. Because His yoke is easy and His burden is light. And He redeemed us from the curse of toiling. 
the answer is not eight jobs to meet your needs. Jesus is the answer. Amen? Hallelujah. So seek him and the answers come. So Psalm 34.10, they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. It's those that seek the Lord who do not want any good thing. It doesn't even say need there. It says want. Amen? So he goes beyond your needs and now you're in your wants. You seek the Lord first and you shall not want any good thing. But this hasn't happened for me. You You haven't believed it yet. You got to get it in your spirit. I seek the Lord and do not want any good thing. I seek the Lord and shall not want any good thing. And when it becomes real to you, that's when it becomes real on the outside as well. But it has to become real inside of you first. Amen. You have to see your wants met on the inside of you. You have to believe that God uh, desires to give you the desires of your heart. You're chosen. You're special to Him. Amen. You're a chosen people, ordained and preordained, it says. Pre, pre-fashioned before the world even existed, he planned you. And it numbered all the hairs on your head, amen? And the number of your days were written. He loves you, amen? you got to get that revelation of, of how much he loved you. He sent his only son to die for you. That's how much he loves you. To make you rich, to heal you, to get you saved and born again into the family of God, amen? He loves you just as much as he does Jesus. Because he killed Jesus for you. Amen? Amen. That's how much he loves you. He killed his only son that he can have multiple sons. Amen. 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 That's how much Jesus loves us. How much God loves us. Psalms 8.17 says this, Those that seek me early shall find me. So if you set your face to seek the Lord, the Bible promises you he will be found. You will find him, amen? amen. If you seek him. Yes. Mark 1, 35 through 37 says this about Jesus. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, Jesus went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. If Jesus prayed in a solitary place by himself, you have to do the same thing. It's not enough just to pray with others. you got to get solitary into a solitary place and pray, man, and pray hard and seek the Lord with all your face and obtain the promises that He died to give you. Amen? you got to put in the work. And most of the church are not looking to work. They're looking for the prayers of others so that they don't have to pray. They're looking for the word of preachers so they don't have to get the word for themselves. You've got to do the work, amen? amen. You've got to be diligent. You've got to be a laborer in the word to receive what it says, amen? Yeah. Just like Marilyn Neubauer said last week here. Yes. You've got to labor in the word to receive your healing. Yes. You've got to labor in the word yes. to receive the promises. Right. It takes hard work, but it's worth it, amen? Yeah. All hard work, Proverbs says, pays off, yes. amen? Yes. How much more the laborer in the word? Amen. Receiving the promises of God. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. Where did he go? Where did Jesus go? He departed. Even from his closest disciples who did the works with him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone, everyone is looking for you. Say everyone. Everyone is looking for Jesus. Hallelujah. That word seek literally means to inquire, to strive after, to endeavor, to covet earnestly, to search diligently. Every day I'm seeking the Lord's face. Every day He's first. When I wake up, He's first. Not my wife, not my children. They're not first place. The Word has to be first place. Amen? Hallelujah. He's a jealous God. He wants first place in your family. If He's not first place in your marriage, your marriage is broken. If He's not first place in your family, your family's broken. If he's not first place in your business, in your ministry, in your school, in your houses, they're broken. Our schools are now broken because he's not number one. The Pledge of Allegiance was taken out. God left. Now we see murders in schools, in high schools now. God left, amen? They took him out, disaster strikes. If he's not first place, disaster's out the door. He has to be first place, amen? If he's not first, he's last. And he's a jealous God. Second Chronicles, go there with me. Second Chronicles 14, 1 through 7. Is everybody with me? Yes. Are you getting something from this? Yes. Facebook all around the world. Hallelujah. 
California. Glory to God. Second Chronicles 14, 1 through 7 says this. So Abijah rested with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. Then Asa his son reigned in his place. In his days the land was quiet for ten years. Asa did, I believe Trump will get reelected and serve two full terms, and the land will be quiet for those terms. After that, I believe persecution is coming to the body of Christ. <laughs> so get ready, amen. Persecution's a blessed thing, amen. Persecution bands the body together and causes growth and development like no other. There's nothing wrong with persecution, amen. It's actually promised to you, amen. So glory to God for those days, amen. Those are the days, amen. We've got a blanket of grace, I believe, for eight years with this president on the body of Christ. It's called a rest period. Uh, eight years of rest and quiet to the land. But when he leaves, <laughs> pray God, amen. Pray to God now, amen. Praise God now, amen. That strength and fortitude is created and developed in the quiet years. Don't neglect him when things are good, amen. Develop yourself, amen, for when things are bad. Hallelujah. The Bible promises the world will get darker and darker, amen, and gross darkness will cover the people. So start praying now, amen, when you're in rest and he is, he's giving you quiet place and a covering, amen. Pray for the years ahead and the generations ahead in your quiet place, amen. I urge you to make a place for prayer, <laughs> and that's from heaven. Create a prayer chamber, decorate it, build it if you have to. Build a prayer closet and get all your things in there. This is where I go to pray. This is my bedchamber. This is my prayer closet. Nobody bothers me here. This is where I speak one-on-one -on -one with God. Amen. We all need to have that place just like Jesus. Amen, amen. Asad did, verse 2, and the, and the land was quiet for ten years. Asad did what was good and right in the eyes of his God and the Lord his God. For he removed the altars of the foreign gods and the high places and broke down the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images, all the idols he destroyed. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to observe the law and the commandment. He also removed the high places and the incense altars from all the cities of Judah. And the kingdom was quiet under him. Why? Because he honored the Lord first. This is why the entire kingdom was quiet under him. And he built fortified cities in Judah, for the land had rest. He had no war in those years, because the Lord had given him rest, because he sought the Lord first. Therefore he said to Judah, Let us build these cities and make walls around them, and towers, gates, and bars, while the land is yet before us. Because we have sought the Lord our God, we have sought him, and he has given us rest on every side. Say on every side. The promise of rest and peace in your house and in your life comes as you seek him first. He will give you rest on every side. So they built and prospered. So they built and prospered. This is the year to build and prosper, unlike any other that you've had yet. So they built and prospered in those 10 years of rest is the time to build. Amen? Say it's time to build. It's time to build. Second Chronicles 17 says this, if you like to turn there. Second Chronicles 17, 1 through 5. Again, I got a lot of word for us. Amen? Yes, amen. Then Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his place. And strengthened himself. Say strengthened himself. Strengthened himself. You got to do it for yourself. Amen? Amen. To meet the needs of others, you have to take care of yourself. You have to strengthen yourself in the Lord to meet the needs of others. Amen? Yes. Amen. He strengthened himself against Israel. And he placed troops in all the fortified cities of Judah. And set garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa his father had taken. Now the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the former ways of his father David. Train a child in the way they shall go yes. and they shall not depart. He reigned as a king because he followed the example of his father. Amen. Amen. He walked in the former ways of his father David. 
he did not seek the Baals or the false gods, but sought the Lord, the God of his father, and walked in his commandments and not according to the acts of the people of Israel. Don't walk according to the people in the church. Walk according to Jesus. We're always following him. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can get taken off track by following other members. Follow who the Lord's position and follow him. Amen. Glory to God. All right. And verse 5. Therefore the Lord established the kingdom in his hand. And all Judah gave presents to Jehoshaphat, and he had riches and honor in abundance. Why? Because he sought the Lord first. Psalm 34. Psalm 34, 1 through 4 says this. I will bless the Lord at all times. Wow, this is where David's heart was. A man after God's own heart, the scriptures say. I will bless the Lord at all times, David said who wrote 150 songs. I will bless the Lord at all times. Say at all times. times. Now say it like this. At all times. (laughs) That word all is the longest word in the Bible. Amen. At all times. If David could get himself to that place without the Holy Spirit living in him like he does me and you, we can get to that place. Amen? That we can bless Him at all times. That means there's no place for complaining because I'm too busy blessing Him. There's no place for naysaying or nagging or hypocrisy or judgment. I'm just too busy blessing Him. I don't have time to judge. I don't have time to get involved in your business or anyone else's. I'm too busy blessing Him because it's all about Him. Amen? Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. And David prospered. Amen. Amen. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Again, seeking the Lord, fears are diminished. Seeking the Lord, all else is added. Amen. Amen. Seeking the Lord takes care of everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't seek the stuff. Seek Him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 77, 1 through 2. Oh man, I'm getting filled. I'm getting fired up here. Are you? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Psalm 77, 1 through 2. I cried unto the Lord God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. Every time you cry out to God, he listens. Whether you think he does or not is not the point. The word says he does. So trust in the word, not in your feelings and circumstances. When I cry out to God, he's listening. Not too many people do. He's always listening to those who call for him. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He's always attentive for those who call on him. Amen. Hallelujah. Know that your prayers are coming to pass. Know that when you call on him, he's answering. Amen. He's listening and attending to bring it forth for you in his own season and timing that he chooses at his best. If he gave it to you too soon, you'd kill yourself with it. But he waits. He's long-suffering so that he knows he can trust you with his blessings. you got to wait on him, amen? And stay faithful and wait on him. His timing's best. Believe it, amen? He knows better than you, amen? Believe it or not, he knows better than you. Hallelujah. (laughs) In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. Again, Psalms 119, 1 through 16. Psalms 119, 1 through 16 says this. Again, David, with my whole heart, I have sought thee, O Lord. Sorry. Did I miss that? I'm missing 16. So that's okay. 
Read that on your own. Psalms 119 is a huge psalm. I urge you to read that. It's all about the Word. It's all about the Word. Amen? So if you've kind of lost your hunger for the Word, read Psalms 119. The Lord always leaves me there when my spiritual hunger goes down to Psalm 119. Amen? And I get that psalm in me and I just start hungering and fervency again for the Word of God because it's so rich. Amen? Psalm 119. Read that on your own. But verse 16, With my whole heart I have sought thee, David says. And Jeremiah 10, 17. Oh, Jesus, glory to God. Jeremiah 10, 17 through 24, if you'd like to turn there. <coughs> yep. Jeremiah 10, 17 through 24. <coughs> it says, gather up your wares from the land. <coughs> Excuse me. O inhabitant of the fortress. For thus says the Lord, Behold, <coughs> shouldn't I drink that tea? <laughs> I'm good. <coughs> For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will throw out at this time the inhabitants of the land and will distress them, that they may find it so. Woe is me for my hurt. Man. He's speaking to our land. He's speaking to the United States here. Certain laws that were passed. Woe is my hurt. Woe is me for my hurt. My wound is severe. But I say, truly this is an infirmity, and I must bear it. My tent is plundered, and all my cords are broken. My children have gone from me, and they are no more. There is no one to pitch my tent anymore, or set up my curtains. For the shepherds, or the pastors, or the overseers have become dull-hearted and have not sought the Lord. Therefore they shall not prosper, and all their flocks shall be scattered. Lord, I'll take their buildings. (laughs) I'll take their buildings. Amen. Amen. Behold, the noise of the report has come and a great commotion out of the north country to make the cities of Judah desolate, a den of jackals. Verse 23, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. Never direct your own steps. O Lord, correct me, but with justice, not in your anger, lest you bring me to nothing. What a man of humility, amen? Say, all we have comes from him. All I am, he created. Amen. Never lose sight of that, amen? What do we get from these verses? Number one, if you want to write this down, God places a challenge on us to seek him. God places a challenge on us through these scriptures to seek him. Jeremiah 33.3 says this, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. Number two, in seeking God, prayer links you together with him. Jesus always departed in prayer, and prayer produced the power in his life. Prayer will always produce the plan and power to back it up. Prayer always produces plan and power. E.M. Bounds, he was an author of eight books on prayer. (laughs) He was an attorney and a member of the Methodist Episcopal Church clergy. Lived from 1835 to 1913. He had nine children, which kind of tells me why he had nine books on prayer. (laughs) One book for each each kid, amen? He knew a lot about prayer, amen? He's got nine books on prayer. He said this, Few Christians have anything but a vague idea of the power of prayer. Fewer still have any experience of that power. 
you should be experiencing the power of God in your life. Amen? If we're not, it's due to a lack of prayer. Lack of power, lack of prayer. Prayer backs the church. Prayer backed the Acts Church, amen? To move in power. Prayer backed Paul to move in power. Amen. Prayer will always back us for every good work. Amen. It all starts through prayer. Number three, one man wrote of Martin Luther's praying. You all know Martin Luther, right? The Lutheran Church. And said this of him, There was not a day that passed in which Martin Luther did not employ in prayer at least three hours of his very best hours. This is how Martin Luther prayed. He employed three hours of prayer of his very best hours. This is what God's looking for. A holy sacrifice. Your best. My best. Amen. Which means maybe 5 to 8 a.m. before my kids are up. The best I have to offer him. That's what he's looking for to honor. He petitioned God with as much reverence as if he were in his divine presence and yet with as firm a hope and confidence as he would address a friend. Mm, that's how Martin Luther prayed. And he had reform, amen, and transformation. Once he overheard him praying this, you are our Father and our God, and therefore I am sure that you will bring to naught the persecutors of your children. For should you fail to do this, this is what prayer brings, boldness, amen? Amen. For should you fail to do this, your own cause, being connected with ours, would be endangered. It is entirely your own concern, God. We, by your providence, have been compelled to take a part. You, therefore, will be our defense. God urges us this morning to find ourselves a prayer closet. Amen? And to pray unto God until power comes. Amen. Until the plan comes. Amen. Until the vision comes. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 6 says this, But you, when you pray, Jesus is speaking to us, but you, when you pray, so he's, in, he's already expecting us to pray. Amen. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, Pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. That tells me prayer always brings results. Whenever you pray, prosperity comes. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. That word closet literally means a bedchamber, a private room, a secret place, or a storeroom. If you have a storeroom, God's going to store up goods for you. Amen? Hallelujah. A place you meet for Him. Your glory closet. Amen? Could be a cave like Elijah. You could take a trip in your car or motorcycle or whatever, or horse, however you want to get there. Amen? But you always have a place to go, like Bethel. You always have a place. Amen? A cavern, a cave, the place you get alone with God by a brook, a river. Elijah did that all the time. He was a wilderness man, amen? amen. doesn't have to be inside, amen? Amen. amen? It could just be your place, amen, yes. that only you know. Yes. And that's where God speaks to you, amen? Yes. Hallelujah. E.M. Bounds also said this, the clot, I love this, the closet, the prayer closet is not an asylum for the worthless Christian. It is not a nursery for babies. It is the battlefield of the church. Battle takes place in, the, in prayer. Battle and victory is won and lost through prayer. In the prayer closet, amen? This is the power of the church. The prayers are the power. Hallelujah of the church. Power comes through prayer. The prayer closet is the base of supplies for the child of God. Supplies come in when you pray. When you seek God first. Cut off from it, there is nothing left but retreat and disaster. Cut off from your prayer time with God, nothing is left but retreat and disaster. This was a man who knew prayer. The deep things of God are learned nowhere else but in your own private prayer closet. Hallelujah. 
It was said of John Welch, he was a Scottish Presbyterian leader of his day, a mighty man of prayer in Scotland during a difficult time for his country. He lived from 1568 to 1622. He was known in Scotland as the man of prayer. He said this, he would arise to pray and his wife would find him in the floor groaning in the spirit. When she would ask him to come to bed, he would say, Woman, I have the souls of 3,000 to answer for. This is an intercessor. This is a true intercessor. I have the souls of 3,000 people to answer for, interceding for them from God. The man in the middle, amen? And I know not how it is with many of them. Seeking the Lord, seeking his face to cover that country. He changed his country, amen, through prayer, this man. He took on the responsibility of 3,000 countrymen and women on himself. That's an intercessor, amen? If God's call you to intercede, that's a privileged high call of God. Don't count it lightly. That's what gets the job done is prayer. James 5.16 says this, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. That word avail means produces. It produces much. Prayer produces. Amen? This is prayer that attains the blessing that it seeks. Fervent prayer. Effectual prayer. The very idea of effectual prayer is that it affects its object of focus. Effectual. It affects what it's focused on. Amen? Prayer always produces. Charles Finney, a great revivalist of his day and a lawyer, said this, Most Christians come up to effectual prayer by a protracted process. Sometimes when the heat's on is when you'll get in your prayer chamber. When tribulation comes, it pushes you in there. Amen? It's a protracted process. Isaiah 66, 8 says, As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth. Times of persecution push people into their prayer positions. Push people into the body of Christ where they're supposed to be. It settles them in their gifting and calling. That's what we're looking for, amen? For the church, that's what God's looking for, for the church to be the church. Everyone in their right place. If you're called to be a prayer warrior and you have that in your spirit, go there. Give your whole life to it. Amen? Give your whole life to prayer because that's what produces. Amen? I know of one man who left his job and went to prayer because the Lord told him, I want you to seek my face all day, every day. And throughout the course of time, substance came in to provide for his family. Resources came in to provide through prayer. Amen? through following the leading of the Holy Spirit, through seeking God first and putting all else off just to seek Him and say, Lord, I want your plan, not man's. Not my own. Your will be done. Amen? But the Lord is looking, and we'll close here, to raise up prayers for the end-time revival, which is happening now. There's a revival taking place right now in Florida. Over 100,000 people are gathered right now, pastors and preachers and people of the body of Christ from all over America and the world have come to receive a fresh anointing of the spirit of evangelism, to receive a fresh revival. They're gathered right now today, all day today, in prayer and praise and in demonstration. Over 100,000 people. Revival is here. It's at the door. Amen. But God is looking for those prayer warriors to back it, to sustain it. And if you're called, get in it and stay in it. Amen. And funds and resources will come to you to keep you in your position of prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Earnest prayer produces results. Prayer always produces plan and power. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man prevails much. Did everybody get something from this message? Glory to God. I know I sure did. I'm fired up to pray. How about you? Amen. Prayer always works. Whenever I set a time time aside for the Lord to pray, He always shows up, gives me better jobs, 
all the time. Yeah. Whenever uh, jobs are low or the income's low, I run to him, amen? Yeah. I run to him first, and he always produces better jobs, better clients, better families than I could have dreamed up, amen? And they come from nowhere. They just show up at my door. It's amazing how he works, amen? Yeah. Prayer produces results, amen? Yeah. Let's all stand and give him some praises, shall we? Lord, we thank you. We honor you in this place. We give you place, Holy Spirit. To move on any broken heart here this morning or watching us on Facebook. To move upon us, Holy Spirit, as you see fit. To touch any wound, any tribulation, any addiction, any work of the enemy that could distract us or should distract us from living the best. We give you praises, Holy Spirit, for dwelling in our midst, for where two or three are gathered, you're here in our midst, the Bible says. Minister as you see fit. Touch us this morning. Let us leave with revival in our bones. Let us leave with a fresh anointing from the Holy Ghost. You know, Jesus said, it is better that I go away to the Father, that I die and rise and rise again and go to my Father so that the Comforter may come, so that the Holy Spirit may come. When Jesus left, the Holy Spirit came down. If you have not received the Holy Spirit, I urge you to do it today. If you'd like that, come see me after the service and we'll receive him together. There's a difference in the book of Acts between receiving Jesus and receiving the Holy Spirit. There's something called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit, God on earth, comes in and overflows you and overtakes you, and that's where the power is. He is God on earth, and he has desired to come into every one of his children. And he's welcome in this house. And he's welcome in this place. We give you praises, Holy Spirit, for dwelling in our midst. Hallelujah. Let us leave refreshed. Glory to God. To take authority over every sickness, over every disease known to man, according to your word says. We bind it and rebuke it from the lives of your body, your children, your friends, who you died to save and heal and make well. You may say, I've received Jesus as my Savior, but I may not have received him as my healer. The Bible says he is also your healer, yes. Jehovah Rapha. The Bible says he's also your provider, Jehovah Jireh. Yes. It's not just your ticket to heaven. That's right. Glory to God. So if you haven't received him as healer, raise your hand and say this. Lord Jesus, let's all say this. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I, receive you, I receive you not only as my Lord and, as my Lord, and my, Savior, my Savior, but as my healer now. As my Come in. Come heal, my heal my body. I give you place. I, give you place. I receive you, I receive you as, healer. as healer. Touch me today. I receive it. I receive it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus and now say this, Jesus, Jesus I, receive you I receive you as my provider. As my provider. Provide, for me today Provide for me today as I call upon your name. As I look to you, every need's met. Every need's met. You are my provider, are my provider. From, this from this day forward. I will go where you tell me. I will do what you say. And you provide, and you provide every, step of the way. every step of the way. In Jesus' name. Jesus. If you agree with that, give him some praises. Amen. We love you and thank you for being with us today. We bless you. Amen. Happy Saturday. We'll see you next Saturday. Amen. Glory to God. Our offering. Dang it. Okay, we're going to take up our offering. <laughs> Sorry. We've been waiting to the end to take up our offering. I know I'm all fired up too. <laughs> but Lord, we just glorify you with our offerings. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. You say give and it shall be given back unto us. We sow into this work. We sow into your word. We sow into this ministry. And I pray a hundredfold return over every dollar that comes in to go back into the people's hands, to bless their lives with, to bless their families with, to bless their children with, to bless their businesses and those around them with. We thank you, Lord, that it's promised in your word a hundredfold harvest. So we give you praises. If you like a receipt for your giving, uh, just make it out to Elisha Mark Ministries and give us your information. Or you can make it out to Word at the Ranch. Glory to God. And if you're online and would like to give, we're at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. A lot of people give online to us, and it's a blessing. Amen. But we personally pray over every seed that comes in yes. that you should receive your return harvest. Yes. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. So we just bless you in Jesus' name. All our partners, all our friends, all our family, all our loved ones that have supported us in this, that have stood for the word of God in this place in South Orange County. We just bless you in covenant and in partnership. Glory to God. We bless your families, your business, your lives. Hallelujah. New promotions because it's the time to build, says the Lord. And we give God all the praises as he increases you and continues to increase you more and more, you and your children. You are blessed of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. We thank you, Father God. And we worship you with our tithes and our offerings, a holy sacrifice well-pleasing to you. Say this with me. Harvest. Harvest. Cometh Cometh. to me me. now. Now. We're going to say that two more times. Amen. And really get into it and believe you have the things you say. Believe when you say it, it's coming in. Amen. The Bible says when you speak, angels are listening. Amen. When you call in your harvest, heaven backs you up. Amen. But you need to release your faith in your voice. Amen. So we'll say it again. Harvest. Harvest. Cometh. To me. Now. now. One more time. Grab hold of it. Imagine. Use your imagination and picture every good thing you're believing for and grab hold of it with your arm of faith. And now say this. Harvest, Harvest cometh, cometh to me, to me now. now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Say this with me. You know, Jesus gave us the kings of the kingdom, he says. I now give you the keys of the kingdom, which is the power and the authority to bind and to loose. Amen. So we're going to say money thou art loosed three times in Jesus name. Amen. Say it with me. Money Money thou thou art art loosed. loosed. That word loose means to allow. Say it again. Money, Money, thou thou art loosed. One more time. Money, Money, thou thou art loosed in Jesus' name. Now give him some praises. Amen. Whether you were full-hearted in that or not, some of us were, and it's going to take place. Amen. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. God wants you blessed, amen, in these latter days to do his work, amen? Amen. Don't just think for yourselves. Think outside the box now, amen? Think outside the bubble. Think outside your own family now, amen? Time to go higher and higher, amen? He wants to bring the wealth of the wicked to you to bless others with, amen? It's a promise from him, amen? So we bless him and we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name, amen? Glory to God. Thanks for being with us.